Hello, and welcome to the Self Project Podcast. I'm your host, Christy Martin, and I'm a life mindset and human design mentor who is all about helping you heal and rediscover your authentic self so you can go out and do some really epic stuff. So this podcast is going to be all about spirituality, self-empowerment, self-discovery, wellness, healing, parenting, sobriety, mental health, you name it, we're going to talk about it. This is all about helping you along in your own self-project journey. So go ahead and let's sit back and dive right in. I want to welcome to the show today, Sheena Yapchan. And Sheena is a blogger, podcaster, consultant, author, and speaker on building self-confidence. So I am really excited to have you on the show today, Sheena. Um, She's got some really, really incredible projects going on, and I'm really excited to hear you maybe share some more tips and things like that about self-confidence with us. But to kick it off and start, do you mind just telling us more about who you are, Sheena, and just kind of more of your story that led you to where you are today? For sure. So thank you, first of all, Christy, for having me on your show. It's truly an honor. honor. And thanks to everyone tuning in today. I hope you get some confidence tips to help you in your own journey. And for those who may not know me, my name is Sheena Yapchan, and I help Asian women break out of their shells so they can live an authentic life and thrive. And that's something that's very close to me because growing up in Toronto, Canada, I never saw anyone that looked like me on TV or billboards or magazines. And because of that, I thought being Asian was shameful. I I never considered myself beautiful because of it. I kept on thinking maybe I should become a white woman named Heather, have blonde hair and blue eyes, because that's what I thought being beautiful was at the time when you're like seven or eight years old. And it wasn't until in my 20s when I really embraced my culture and embraced, you know, being Asian and being okay with it and being proud of it. But, you know, there's still a lot of underrepresentation of Asian women. I mean, there's so many women out there who are doing amazing things, but nobody talks about it. And I realized if I wanted to create that representation, it had to start with me. And that's when I started my own podcast called The Tao of Self-Confidence, where I interview Asian women about their journey to self-confidence. And, you know, I've been doing this for five years and I've interviewed over 700 Asian women from all over the world on this topic of self-confidence. And this was a big thing for me because growing up, having my own self-confidence issues, I had nowhere to turn to as to like seeking help or seeking a support system. And so this was another reason why I created it because support is really important. A lot of, a lot of us feel like we're only, we're the only ones going through the things that we go through alone. But when we can hear stories from other women of how they're able to pick themselves back up after being from their lowest of their low, it just shows us what's possible. And and I think the power of storytelling is so important because we can relate to at least one of the stories, whether you're Asian or not, whether you're from a different culture, a different country, you can always relate to at least one person's story. And sometimes all it takes is one story to jumpstart your own journey. And so I'm always finding different ways and resources and tools to help elevate women's voices, especially Asian women's voices, women of color's voices. And some of the things I do is I do self-confidence coaching. Uh, we have 
a book series coming out called Women Who Boss Up. And so I'll be featured in two books. One is Asian Women Who Boss Up and the other one's Women of Color Who Boss Up. And this is just more than a book, right? Because you know, we have virtual summits coming up. We have online show where people can tune in and you know, relate to the issues that we, we face as women. And so I'm always trying to find different ways, different forms of media to really become visible because you won't become visible unless you put yourself out there. And that can be so hard. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it, it. trust me, it is. Like, honestly, sometimes I just want to binge on Netflix all day and hide from the world. So I, I know, but I realize like this is bigger than me and I just have to put myself out there, even if it's scary, even if I fumble, even if I fail, even if I make mistakes along the way, and I make a lot of mistakes. So um, we just keep, we just have to keep moving forward. I love that. I make a lot of mistakes too. I was on a podcast interview the other day and I was so, so distracted that I was just like, I, I got on my Instagram stories later and I'm like, I just bombed an interview, but I want you guys to know, but it's okay because I've done this like 9,000 times and I'm still terrible at it sometimes, but I'm still going to show up next time. And you know, it's going to be what it's going to be because that's life and we don't have to be perfect and on point and, you know, like camera ready and all of that stuff all the time. So I love that. And can I say over 700 women that you've interviewed, that's incredible. Well, um, it's over 800 women, but about 700 or a little over 700 are women of Asian descent. Yeah. That's incredible. Just incredible. Um, I also kind of wanted to, you had mentioned that, you know, just one person needs to hear your story, that that could could jumpstart, you know, their own journey. Do you in particular have a, um, you know, a story that you remember that kind of jumpstarted your own journey? Well, this one is actually close to my heart just because, you know, it involved my aunt. She passed away about almost 10 years ago from a horrific accident that we didn't see coming. And I, she made me realize how short our life is. And even though she was in her late fifties, she was able to do things that most 20 year olds would want to do, uh, go bungee jumping, travel, um, rock climbing. <laughs> I, had to, I blanked out for a minute, rock climbing, scuba diving. And, you know, a lot of people told her that, she was too old to do that. She should stop doing that, but it didn't stop her. And I realized like, I didn't want to look back and see my, my own life being like, is this all I have? Like, I'm just going to go to work Monday to Friday and just be like a zombie. Not that I'm saying that people with jobs is a bad thing, but if you don't like your job, then something's got to change. And I realized like, I didn't want to leave this earth with knowing that the quality of life was just like that, just a Monday to Friday grind. I really wanted something more meaningful and more impactful. And, and, you know, I wanted to look back thinking, I'm just glad I was able to do this in my thirties or in my forties versus being stuck in an office until I was 60. Like I would sit, sit in my office and like think to myself, is this more, is this it? Like, I'm just going to work in this cubicle till I'm 60. Like what happens after that? Like, what happens when you're too old to do things? I'm not saying you're never too old, but I mean, if you have the chance to do it now, then why not, right? And I know sometimes it's scary because we fear the unknown, but you have to learn to embrace the unknown because you never know what amazing things will will come out. Oh, I love that. Yes. Facing the, the fear and the unknown head on. It's really easy to stay in our comfort zone because it's comfortable there. It's safe. 
we know what to expect, um, you know, and we, we have that sense of security from that. So um, I just love that you say that be willing to embrace just even a little bit of the unknown, because when you're willing to step outside your comfort zone, when you're willing to kind of surrender the outcome, beautiful things come from it. Like, um, you know, me just having this podcast is one of those things that was a complete unknown for me and just embracing um, this idea of sharing my voice, this idea of getting to meet other people and hearing them share their stories and getting to share their voice. And um, it, it just blows me away to think if you would have told me just a year ago that I would be speaking and I would be talking to people because I'm also like the worst public speaker. I'm like terrified to talk in front of people. And like, why am I, why would I do this? Because this is like the worst thing in the world for me, but it's pushing me outside my comfort zone. And, and I, I embraced it and I love it. Absolutely love it. And had I not pushed myself beyond that, um, that fear and that, all the excuses never would have gotten the opportunity to meet people like you, Sheena. And, and it's just incredible, but, but it doesn't come overnight. Obviously we have to, um, you know, take steps to get there to start, you know, building that self-confidence. So when you kind of start, um, you know, working with people or kind of start talking about self-confidence, where do you, where do you tell people to start building that at, like what to start with? I think it's, you know, I, I usually tell people to, you know, find different ways that works for you because each and every one of us is different and what works for me may not work for you. So maybe meditation might work well for you, but I, I can't meditate for the life of it. Like I hate it. <laughs> like every time I try to do it, I fall asleep. And I, for the longest time, I always thought something was wrong with me, but really, really nothing was wrong with me. I was, it just wasn't for me. And we have to realize everyone is different. So you know, it's just like trial and error, different ways to build confidence and you find what works for you. And because this is also like part of getting to know what you will tolerate and not tolerate. If you, if you don't work on that, I mean, then you're just going to be accepting everything that people want you to do and always pleasing other people versus setting boundaries and telling people, no, this is not for me. So that's one thing I tell them. I also say, you know, take little steps. You don't have to make big steps because sometimes when you take that big leap and not attain that goal, we feel really bad about ourselves. We criticize our, ourselves and then we end up not doing it. We end up having a lack of confidence due to inaction. And so that's why just taking it little step by step makes a huge difference. They always say Ro Rome wasn't built in a day, right? It took several days to build it and it started with the first day. So that's one thing that I tell clients. And then another one is learning to celebrate your success. Like, and when I mean celebrate your success, I mean every single success you have. I know in this crazy world that we live in, we tend to see success or measure success based on our status, how much money we're making, the big houses, the big cars, but really success is just doing things on your own terms, right? Living life how you want to live. If you want to live in a hut in Tahiti, if that's success for you, then fine. Let it be celebrated. Even as something as simple as like doing your first podcast, that's a huge success. I remember interviewing one girl and she mentioned how she just started her own company. She left her job to start her own company. And I was like, well, congratulations. That's amazing. And she was like, well, let's not celebrate until I start making money. I was like, no, you have to celebrate it because not, it's 
not a lot of people will leave their job to start their own business. It's very scary. Like as much as people want to do it, it, it scares the heck out of them. And I understand because I went through the same things. Like I was scared too. Like I was scared. I wasn't going to have a stable income. I didn't know what was going to happen because we keep on fearing the unknown. But if you just embrace the unknown and think of things in a different perspective, like thinking what good can come out of it, then we start attracting the right things into our life. And so this is why celebrating every single success you have is so important because you just keep attracting more success into your life. I love that. Um, I like how you say too, that we get to define what that success is for us. It's not based on a benchmark or a measure of what somebody else says it is. Um, and I'm going to share a personal story. I was asked um, a couple of months to come and talk about um, to a group of people about like being a successful podcaster. And so I'm like, yeah, yeah, I'll do that because, you know, I, I would love that opportunity. And then I, you know, schedule it and everything. And then I tell my husband, I'm like, I'm not a successful podcaster. What do I have to um, share with them? I'm not like monetizing mine. I don't have like tens of thousands of, you know, downloads and followers. And he's like, what do you define success as? He goes, you have a podcast, don't you? You got one up and running and you have like X amount of episodes and you were like interviewing people. He goes, you have one, right? I'm like, well, yeah. He's like, that's success, you know? And I'm like, whoa. And that was a really... Um, kind of eye-opening perspective for me to realize that um, success doesn't have to be defined by all of those external markers of money or number of followers and downloads and things like that. It was just like you jumped away outside your comfort zone and you did something incredible. And you've, you know, if you've helped one person, like this, this entire journey has been worth it. So I just wanted to share kind of that personal experience too of what success can mean. So I I love that you've um, got your podcast going on here. Let's talk a little bit more um, about your book. So they're not released yet, correct? Yeah, they'll be released later this year. So I'll be featured in two of the book series. So the first, the first one I'll be featured in is called Asian Women Who Boss Up. And the other one will be called Women of Color Who Boss Up. And these, I love these books because you don't see books like this on bookstores or on Amazon, especially when you see a book cover highlighting 16 Asian women or a book cover highlighting 16 women of color because we're still so underrepresented. I mean, if you see the stats on women, it's already low, but it's even lower when you when you just separate it to women of color or Asian women or, you know, African-American women, Hispanic women, because we still we still go through these model minority myths and how society views each culture, you know, especially as, a, as an Asian woman, we're still viewed as quiet, submissive and obedient. And if not that, then we're viewed as a sex object. And I want people to realize that not Asian women aren't quiet and submissive. Asian women are strong and resilient and they're competent and they're resourceful and they're smart and they're leaders. And the more we can showcase women in leadership, especially women of color in leadership or just women forging their own path, then it really showcases what is possible. And I remember reading the stat from like Canadian, the Canadian women's foundation that, you know, when, when you see a woman in leadership, 86% of, 
you know, a person would likely follow in their footsteps or would likely go out there and do it. And that's huge, right? 86% is a big number. And so this is why representation is huge because it shows others what's possible, especially when there's someone that kind of looks like me and was able to do it. I realize, oh, if she can do it, I can do it. And that's why sometimes it just takes one person because you never know what doors she has opened for other people. That's incredible. So I love that, that it's a compilation then of everybody's stories into the book. Um, I love what you're saying about the whole 86%. So it's, it's an expression that I use often, like we will reach for the highest thing that we can see. And so, um, like you said, representation is so important because you know, everybody coming behind you, any, any of those young girls, any of the young children, even older people, like anybody, literally anybody, like you said, can look to you and be like, look at all the things Sheena has done. She's a published author. She's helped all these people. She's podcaster. Like she's doing all of these incredible things. And why not me then too? So I I really, it's such an important topic right now. And such an important um, point that you bring because we need to shake some things up in this world. <laughs> For sure. I mean, look at look at the newest vice president. She's a woman of color. She's half, you know, African American, half Asian, and it's like amazing because we can finally see ourselves as being a political leader, as being vice president, and it, it's huge because, like I mentioned, all it takes is one person to make it happen. Yeah, that's incredible. I love it. Like I said, we, we need those changes right now. And um, I think we're starting to see them, that swing towards more representation for women, for, again, minorities. Um, we're starting to see, hopefully, that swing towards um, just different leadership. You know, I can't quite put my finger on it, but we're swinging towards something else. <laughs> Yeah. And, you know, this might ruffle some feathers, but I always think women can do it better. I mean, the proof is there. <laughs> hey, what's that expression that behind every uh, man, there's like a, one, an awesome yeah. man or something? Be- behind every successful man is a, is a, is a woman supporting him or something like that. Yep. <laughs> 100%. I love that. So thank you for sharing more about that with us. Um, we've already kind of touched on, um, you know, you've got your podcast, you've got your books. What other ways are you, if somebody wanted to come and work with you, do you work one-on-one with others and what do you offer? Yeah, I do one-on-one coaching. Um, right now I, uh, I do have a complimentary 20 minute coaching session that they can check on my website. They can just book an appointment. Uh, I, other than that, I have different books I've written. Um, I have a course on podcasting that people can check out if they want to start podcasting. But yeah, most mostly right now it's just coaching and if speaking engagements as well. If people you know need someone to talk about these types of topics because it's very needed right now. Absolutely. Where would they be able to find you at um, your website? And then do you have any social media accounts? For sure. So they can check out. I have two websites. Uh, SheenaYapchan.com is one, the first, one of them, and the other one's my podcast, uh, the Tao of Selfconfidence.com. They can check out past episodes, tools, and resources. You can also Google Sheena Yapchan because I'm like the only Sheena Yapchan on the internet. So it's really easy to find me with all my social media links. And yeah, I can't wait to connect with any one of you. Perfect. So everything will be linked down into show notes. And kind of wanted to circle back around and um, kind of 
touch on self-confidence a little more. So in your journey of interviewing all these women, specifically about self-confidence, is that correct? Have you seen some kind of um, kind of a common overlying theme of, um, well, we've kind of already talked about what you can start doing to building confidence, but yeah, just kind of a common theme with where, um, with how they built their self-confidence, you know, where just a common theme. <laughs> yeah, that's a great, that's a great question. And to be honest, it really starts with the mindset when they can see their worth and knowing they're more than enough to go out there and forge their own path. It makes a huge difference because if you don't believe in yourself, you're not going to go out there and do the things that you want. You're not going to go out there and start your own business. You're not going to go out there and turn your passion into a career or become a political re- leader. It really starts with the belief and you don't even have to be a hundred percent. Like you don't need to be 100% um, to believe in yourself. I remember, um, you know, listening to someone who said, all you need is 51% because you just need a little bit more to believe in yourself than not believing in yourself. And you can build on that. And so, like I mentioned, a little goes a long way. That's why I tell people take little steps because it's these small actionable steps that yield the great results. Absolutely. You know, and I kind of want to touch on too, um, uh, I know for myself, things like accountability and community really helped me with stepping out too. That's why like what you do coaching others in doing this um, is really important because I think that um, like I'm on a clubhouse right now. I don't know if you've heard of clubhouse. I'm like obsessed with it right now. Um, <laughs> and just you know, I have some other, um, friends and things on there too. So like, it's so much easier for me to show up and have confidence and speak when I have like that supportive group of women right there. And then, um, yeah, that's allowed me to develop my confidence further and then embarking on my own to speak on my own and things like that. So, um, have you noticed that too, that some kind of accountability or community really helps as well? Oh, yeah. I mean, that's one of the reasons why I created the podcast. I mean, if you feel like you're alone, there's 800 women you can listen to, right? That's huge. That's huge. Or this this book, you know, 16 Asian women or 16 women of color highlighting this, their stories. And like I mentioned, this is going to be more than a book. We're going to have virtual summits. We're going to have online shows. Really create that community of helping women rise up on a global mission to do that because it's needed, it's necessary. And there's no better time than now. I mean, it's 2021, things need to change. And so, you know, I know as women, we're really afraid to ask for help, but you know, you don't have to do this alone. Be okay with asking for help. Be okay with connecting with other women. Even if you don't know them, just connect, especially in the crazy world that we live in right now, these crazy times, like people need human connection. I love that reminder too, to connect. Sometimes we're so afraid to reach out or so, um, we get that self-conscious, like, I'm going to look like a weirdo reaching out. I don't even know this person. What are they going to think? And we can get so caught up in our heads, not realizing that the person on the other end is just waiting for you to reach out or they want to reach out to you or, you know. Yeah. And, and it's so funny. People actually thank me for reaching out to them, even though, you know, I've, that was the first time I've ever reached out to them. So don't be afraid to go out there and make the first move. That's what confidence is about too, learning to make that first move, even if it's scary, even if you're nervous, because I've been there. I know it's scary. Like sometimes I still have a lot of fears that I have to deal with, but I, you know, deal with them one fear at a time and that's all we can do. 
Absolutely. So I have to thank you, Sheena, so, so much for being on today. I feel like you've given us so many incredible tips and we've covered like so, so many things and so many important topics in like the short span of time. So these are my favorite interviews when it's like, we've been able to talk about all of these things and it's like, it's only been that amount of time. <laughs> I feel like we've been talking. Well, thanks. Thanks for having me. I really had fun as well. <laughs> awesome. So kind of closing out, did we not, did we, um, is there anything else that you had wanted to maybe share or talk about that we didn't touch on or kind of any closing message that you had? Um, I think as a closing message, it's just really look, telling people, you know, I know you're going through tough times, but you have to remember you're a lot tougher and these are all temporary and you can change your destiny or your situation at any given moment. Just because we're going through a tough time doesn't mean it's the end of the world. I know because I went through it and I thought it was going to be the end of the world. But the moment we pick ourselves back up and start believing in ourselves, start believing in our worth, connecting with like-minded individuals, it really helps us build the confidence. And, you know, like I mentioned, I, I do offer, you know, 20 minute complimentary coaching. I also have a free gift that people can check out. It's eight ways to boss up your confidence. And we have the books coming out. So be on the lookout for that. You can pre-order it on the site as well. Awesome. So again, thank you so, so much, Sheena, for being here today and for giving your time to us. Thank you as well. (laughs) Thank you so much for joining me today for the Self Project Podcast. I hope that you were able to find something useful or inspirational to take away with you today. So come and connect with me over on Instagram. It's at underscore Christy Martin. And let me know what you want to hear more of. Go ahead and subscribe to the podcast and leave a review. And I will see you next time.